Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Pixar's Spective. We are, uh, well, this is not the usual uh, Pixar's Spective episode. This is technically a bonus. First impressions. Saw, it's the first impressions episode. First impressions. Because we just saw Lightyear. Yes. You know, that Lightyear. The yeah, movie everyone more like was... Mr. L- more like Lightweight. More like that one was light- mine. <laughs> more like light beer, which is the only thing that'll give me a buzz. Now that one was yours, but thank you. Well, I I, I think I'll light give beer it to came you. from uh, which I can't remember which uh, Toy Story movie it was that that called him light beer. That was Toy Story one. That uh, was Toy Story one. Yeah. yeah. If you're quoting it, it's probably from Toy Story one. We're not, yeah, we're not talking about Toy Story one though. We're talking about light beer year. The the, (laughs) and as we all know, uh, Buzz Lightyear is the toy inspired by the cartoon, inspired by the 1995 movie, inspired by the uh, Queen song 39. Cool. It's the same <laughs> plot. It's the exact same plot. Okay. Oh. <laughs> okay, cool. Um on that note, uh we're doing this. It's like, we all at saw the opera. Like... Come on. That's a, that's a classic. Wait, like it's a Oh queen. god. Queen. I I lo- I've seen Night of the Opera. I just didn't know Queen was involved. No 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 oh. not Oh wait, you're talking about the not, Mark not Mark's brothers. <laughs> I am talking about the album which they named Night at the Opera by as a Queen. Tribute. Oh, Night at the Opera with the Marx Brothers oh, is a lot God. more entertaining. Okay. We're gonna I'm gonna, cut qu- I'm gonna kill the Queen and we're gonna move on. Don't kill the Queen. The juice box. So uh <sighs> we're we're talking about we're finally talking about the 2022's Light Year. Uh yep. is this Pixar's first Are we- Spinoff? Do we introduce ourselves in first impressions? Uh, um, if we want to, yeah. I'm I'm the wash. I'm random uh, bystander here. I'm Count Rancid. If I was a cat VTuber, my name would be Socks, and I'd be voiced by Peter Sohn, director of The Good Dinosaur. Correct. Yes. The, the, the- <laughs> we have a we have a special guest. Uh, Count Your name Rancid, would be uh, and- Thigh High Socks. Yes. And there would be the little socks face on the top. <laughs> oh my god! We, the we got our aspiring our, VTubers. You're welcome. You, no, we got our can, good. That our one's good pal. For free. Yeah. Uh, we got our good pal Cal Rancid coming back. We've been. Uh, he hasn't. He hasn't. Uh, we haven't heard from him in a bit. Like we had Higurashi. We were we were so busy with that. It's been a while since we uh, since we heard from you. Uh, and you've been uh, very interested. Specifically, it's uh, it's been a while since I've done a first impressions. The yeah. last time uh, we did a first impressions together, in fact, we were all still allowed to go to the theater, and then yeah. that changed rapidly over the course. That's of the true. Recording. The last time we had you on for a first impression, we watched the Simpsons short with Maggie. Oh yeah, there was no short here, at least not for me. Oh my god, I forgot about the Simpsons short. Oh. <laughs> they literally said "fuck you" to the short, and it was like, "All right, can I 
Can I start this first impressions off on the right foot, my friend? Sure. Sure. I Please. saw the movie today. Uh, this is becoming a pretty bad. Uh, I went from seeing every thing that we watched well in advance to cutting it really close. So I ordered my ticket today. I got it for 440 because I get out of work at 430 and, you know, coming attractions that takes about a half hour. They would have given me more than enough time to get there and get home within a reasonable time to cool down before we started recording. Uh, the theater was a 20 minute drive from my job, so that fit perfect. However, uh, I didn't have anything to eat all day, so I stopped to get uh, fast food real quick. It only took me about five minutes. It was very fast. Uh, and then I looked at how long it was to get to the theater, and it was 35 minutes because traffic was really <laughs> backed up. So when I walked into the theater, uh, I missed part of the opening. The first thing I heard was, hi, my name is Socks. I'm your buddy helper or whatever. Oh, no. So I, let me tell you, let me tell you, I could follow the plot fine. Nothing was lost on me, but I did not see the whole movie. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, pretty much the only plot you missed was... Time travel. Well, establishing the planet specifically. Yeah, yeah which I mean, I, yeah. I picked up on that as the movie went along. It, it's... it's it's not like, you know, they don't repeat a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, <sighs> the, it's, still, it's still a hell of a way to, to enter in. I remember I had a very similar uh, thing with um, Guardians of the Galaxy. And that just confused the fuck out of me tonally. I think but, the only thing you missed, really, was the only scene uh, with Bill Hader. Bill Hader oh, yeah. was in this? Yeah, yeah Bill, Bill Hader, Hader was uh, the rookie. Yeah, that's, but, the rookie that that both Randon and I thought were the twist villain. Okay, wait, before we get started, yeah. um, this is 98% unedited, in case my uh, cap just decides to jump on top of my deck again, <laughs> and 100% spoilers. Yes. So, when we say first impressions, we mean first. Yeah, yeah. yeah if you don't want to get spoiled, this is, your, this is your warning right now. Um... Go watch the movie or don't. I don't give a shit. But just, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Just, just be warned. Spoilers here. Yeah. Don't watch the movie like most of America. <laughs> Go see the new Jurassic Park or Top Gun or fucking. Uh, I don't know. Watch. Just stay home. None of those movies really sound worth it. Yeah, stay home and watch Turning Red again. Honestly, that's true. Worth- like the Buzz Lightyear Star Command, the adventure begins. Is on YouTube and archive.org. Go over there. Hey, hey, we're maybe, I think, let's talk more about our first impressions. I just went after work uh, myself. Mm. I know. The thing is, I was going to see the show at 620. I didn't buy my ticket yet. And I, because I got out of work at six, take 10 minutes to theater. I'm taking care of my mom at the moment. And she's like, hey, can you bring home some turkey? And I'm like, all right, fine. I, sure. So I brought a turkey. I had to go home because I can't leave turkey in the car for about an hour and like 40 minutes. <laughs> well, you just have to roll the windows down so it doesn't, you know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. be fine. The deal with the bugs in New Jersey, I'm not. Uh. <laughs> He's <laughs> fine. He's listening to his favorite the, music. The turkey will be fine. <laughs> so I just, I just got home. There was a show at 6.50, but I literally had to like bolt. Uh, I literally had time to like, I literally stuffed a mozzarella stick in my mouth, uh, let Rory out, and then let Rory back in, drove, literally made it like a minute before the show 
minute after the show started. It was previews, so it was fine. I made it all. I saw all of it, but like, I it was, I I I was a part of me dreaded seeing this in theaters, not just because, not just because Lightyear, but also because I've gotten so spoiled with watching all the Pixar films on Disney Plus. Like, right yeah. away in the comfort of my own home. Literally, the last three Pixar films were just automatically available at my house. And then this one, they're like, nope, put it in theaters, because it's related to Toy Story and will make money, apparently. And... Yeah, yeah as, uh, as per tradition, I just got back from a 14-hour uh, flight to yes, Moscow. Yes, it's uh, not as legal as it used to be. I think I may have committed a crime by doing so. But apparently, they may have cut some stuff out. This movie has lesbians? I was not aware. <laughs> uh, I, 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 did they cut that out of your version? Because I actually saw that. Yeah, I saw that too. Uh, they cut out of your version. I mean, I mean it's, it's, it's the Disney lesbians, right? Like, they're so insignificant, you blink and you miss. But they were there. Yeah, there was. Yeah, it was just a big uh, screen of uh, Putin wagging his finger like Dennis Nedry. <laughs> like, no, 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 can't do that. You didn't say the word. <laughs> you didn't detect Ukraine. Too political. It was, yeah. it was only five seconds. The kiss lasted. I, I have to seconds. look at when, when I was going. Like, I I finished up the. So I'll, I'll say uh, I just went like. On a Sunday afternoon, I just drove over there. Uh, I got some like uh, chocolate almonds. Uh, just situated myself, wa- watched some of the uh, whatever the crypto super dog movie. Oh uh, yeah, the, the the crowd ate that up. They ate that up more than most of the movie. Really, <laughs> really? Yeah, they loved the That's... crypto super dog. It's got Keanu Reeves, right? It's... It got Keanu Reeves. It got Kevin Hart. It's 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 got what what you're looking for. Yeah. Names you recognize. Yeah. Um. But uh, um. I, I I watched it and and afterwards I went back to the car and I and per usual uh, for something like this I like to like take notes while things are still fresh in my mind and and I'm scrolling through the the Wikipedia page. And it's talking about how the uh it, it, it got uh, banned in some countries for a lesbian kiss. I have to. There's a les- There's the same stuff kiss. Yep, like, there is. I I, I and I about can't it, help but it notice like that kiss. was it a the kiss in- to the cheek? No, no, it no. It was mouth to mouth. It was like lip to lip. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, that was super blink. I must have blinked real hard. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I can't help but notice that. Uh, all of it is either a dialogue about the wedding ring, which can easily be uh, overdubbed in a foreign language, and also all of the scenes of that couple together occurred in a montage, which would have been very easy to cut out. Oh, yeah. Interesting. It's interesting. It's, It's almost like they deliberately made it as irrelevant to the plot as possible that's mm. that's a that's a real stumper yeah also i maybe it's just because i haven't watched a lot of kids movies recently but 
like when she reveals she's uh, gotten married and uh, Buzz, like understandably, is like, you married a woman you just met? I thought like, is that a joke about how lesbians move in together quickly? Oh, no, right. Time to <laughs> I thought it was I, just a joke about Disney. I, that was, I missed that part, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that was just before. That's shit, that, that is like seconds before he walks into his living quarters and there's the cat. I was yeah. seconds too late. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I thought it was just like a riff on Disney for a second. Like, huh, we're Pixar, not Disney. We don't do that shit. But ha ha ha. Because Disney uh, loves to make fun of themselves with that. And it's spreading a bit into Pixar. I'm just like, come on. I, 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 I well, this is like two Pixar movies now where... Uh, gay representation has been put entirely on the black on the uh, backs of black and black coated lesbians. Uh, that's yeah. yeah. There's the uh, you're Spectre. talking like onward as well, right? Yes, I am. Yeah. yeah, the 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 first ever lesbian in a Pixar film. <laughs> that was like the first les- That was like the first uh, that was the first gay person in the Pixar film, like number. Three at that point, I can't even remember. I think the I mean, first one uh, was like uh, Finding Dory, but I can't. I won't I deny uh, Turning Red shook it up a bit by having you know not just one character potentially. Oh yeah, that's true. Uh, it's just never made like explicit. Just uh, anyway, anyway, we 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 got to talk about Lightyear for God's sake. Yeah. <laughs> We've been talking for I'm... fourteen minutes. Nuts. Uh, <laughs> Can you tell? Tell we love the film. It was, it was so thrilling. But basically, the plot synopsis was uh just to, not only let just to inform everybody is a uh, Lightyear, Buzz Lightyear. No, actually, let me go even further. This is the movie that Andy watched in 1995. For it, it very explicitly. Told you at the beginning. I missed that. that uh, too. Oh my god! I missed the best parts. It's that's, just that's the, three title like cards. It's like it's literally who, who the could've... fuck could possibly care? Yeah, no, we knew this. You told us this when you advertised the movie. We don't no, need I, to know this. Do you think that the, that this is like in response to like the meme going around uh, where like people are? Thinking that like Buzz Lightyear is a movie based on the real person, <laughs> like are they like just trying, trying to like cut that in the bud of just of just saying like, no, this is not a there's not a real person named Buzz Lightyear in Andy's universe. This is a this is a fiction within a fiction. Maybe I don't know, and more importantly, I don't care. Yeah, uh, apparently this was a thing that. Uh, that for whatever fucking reason, Angus McLean wanted to pitch this. Like he he made uh, Finding Dory with Andrew Stanton. You know he got a chance to pitch his own idea, and what he went with was, "Hey, what kind of movies did Andy watch as a kid that made him want to buy toys?" <laughs> That's what you got. I- that's what you got, fuckface? Come on. He's got Toy the, Story the, fan fiction. That's what he's got. This is a Toy I, I Story fan the, fiction. 
I, the, I am the, genuinely the, the, so contemptuous of this idea. The, the, I mean, it's uh, not a great the, idea, not gonna lie. The specific I, I, timing I, I, of it, uh, in, um, because you said Finding Dory, 2016. And the specific timing of that, because guess who was still the head of Pixar around that time? Hmm. And, and hmm. this is, it's like, hmm. that's right. That Unnamed director J.K. Uh, Rowling. Her name directed the Nostalgia Critic. The- oh, no. No. <laughs> the- um, but, yeah, I was... Uh, it just... It feels uh, like, like an old like old Pixar. Yeah. That's what it, that's, yeah, it does. That's, but- that's what my point is. That it feels like... It, it feels like the, like the uh, mid-2000... Mid-2010s Pixar. Yeah. It doesn't feel like the new age of original ideas Pixar has had with the last three films. It's, Hell, even uh, onward. Even onward. It's, it's not like, it, it's not new Pixar, but it's also not uh, lunch at diner placemat uh, Pixar. You know, like the, the collection of early pitches. So what you're left with in between is yeah. the kind of uh, weird connective tissue of Kind of spinning your wheels with stuff like Finding Dory and The Incredibles Two, and oh, uh, what the fuck's gonna, uh, uh, fuck are we gonna do Monsters now? University. Monsters <laughs> University, even, and I'm sorry, everyone. Toy Story Three is kind of spinning the old wheels a little bit. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, yep, no. Like, I mean, like it or not, it kind of is. And Toy Story Four, don't forget about that. And Dude. Toy Story Four. Yeah. Do you think that, like, <laughs> because, I, like, this is the third year now uh, that uh, we've had two Pixar films in one year. Do you think that there's, like, do you think they know that one of them is not going to be as good as the other? Yeah. Like, yeah. Are you saying that Inside Out isn't as good as The Good Dinosaur? Well, it's great in a different way, but I, I generally, like, I, I we generally, joke about the good dinosaur, but like, as far as like the second movie that came out in one year goes, it's probably the best one. You know, as, uh, <sighs> as a director, I, I have to say, Peter Son is a surprisingly competent actor. You know, no, what? yeah, yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> yeah. uh, he, he played... <laughs> well, talking about the good dinosaur, he played like the best character in that movie. He really did, and you know what? I I'll argue he plays the best character in this. Uh, oh, uh, it's it, it's, uh, it's it's not one I'll contest. <laughs> I I really can't think of any other characters that like was was there a cat in turning red? No, right? No. Well, no. there, oh, but uh, the box of kittens. That's what I was thinking of. There was okay. a box of kittens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that was- oh, yeah, there was a box of kittens, and there was the, uh, obviously, there was the, the cat and Luca. Love that Well, cat. yeah, yeah. So, still, the best Pixar cat. I'm sorry, yeah. Socks. No, still- oh, yeah, well, I, agree. I agree 110%. No cat will beat the cat and Luca. No, if no. the cat, if Socks had a mustache, maybe he'd be in the running, <laughs> but <laughs> otherwise. Unfortunately, here we are. We still haven't yeah. talked about the plot, technically. Oh, this is going to be an the plot already. The plot is like the story you're of Andy, Buzz. You're in a movie theater. You're watching a sci-fi film. Oh yeah, there you go. Oh. And it's yeah. the Buzz, but it's Buzz Lightyear, and he fucks up and maroons everybody, and they all have to live in this 
weird planet, and Buzz is like, I have to finish the mission at all costs. And every time he travels to the mission, he time travels three or four years. And he keeps doing it, and he loses his partner, whose name I forget. Um, but, Alicia? Uh, Alicia, yes. There it is. And um, and then they're like, then eventually he figures out the formula. The Krabby Patty secret formula to go into space. And um, then he th- then it works. He sneaks onto the ship with his cat uh, socks. Uh, but then it finds out when he comes back, he realizes that everything's everybody's under attack. And um, uh, and it also and skipped ha- like twenty years instead of four years. Yep, skipped twenty years, and then um, he uh, he has to work with Alicia's daughter, uh, granddaughter, granddaughter, who's voiced by Kiki Palmer. I don't know her name, character name. Uh, uh Izzy. Izzy, Izzy, yeah. and uh, an elderly convict, and uh, Taika Waititi, uh. Taika Waititi as Taika Waititi character TV. Yeah. Yes, yes. Like not not much further than that. Yeah, and they all work together as Buzz. How should I put this? Uh, has to go again. I'm trying to. Buzz has to deal with so many conflicts, including himself. Yeah. The. Uh... The trailer, and I was honestly kind of astonished to learn how long it takes to get going, is uh, I was under the impression that, uh, you know, it's just a normal uh, test flight and Buzz is suddenly thrown like a hundred years into uh, the future as opposed to the long weird montage of him being totally unable to accept his failure so just over a course of about a month he hammers through the time the timeline like four years at a time you know suddenly uh suddenly alicia is married suddenly she's having a kid suddenly uh, that kid Just is graduating, graduating from college. college. Yep, <laughs> graduating from college or maybe high school. One of those. Uh, They're having a wedding anniversary, though. and then it's like, it, yep. it's like, I, I, I could have understood this without all of it. I, like, but this kind of harkens back to a core tenant of the movie, which is that. It does not trust you to get things. No. Like. Also, in my opinion, I just kept felt like it was trying to recreate the up montage, but doing it in the worst way possible. Yeah. I, I honestly, like what what uh what Claire just said that you're watching a sci-fi movie in the theater, it about sums up what this is supposed to feel like. Like, yeah. you're, you're supposed to feel like you're watching Alien, 2001, uh, Lost in Space, inexplicably, the, the 1998 Lost in Space. You're just watching all these, like, uh, sci-fi classics and tropes. Uh, uh, you know, like, they're, they're all over the place. Obviously, 2001, um, Doc the cat is the very similar to the cat in, in Alien, which happens to be 
McLean's favorite movie, so... It, also, uh, also, of course, the uh, cryopods of the science crew are very oh, yes, similar that's right, to the, the Nostromo. Uh, also from uh, uh, Alien and uh, uh, 2001. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's got it's got all the all there's the a there's a very direct uh, there's a very um, direct and stupid 2001 shout out with the uh, the autopilot at one point. Yep, I re- I yeah. that. Yeah, she kept saying like, "Oh, autopilot!" It's like every time, it's like it, it wasn't funny the first time, and it kept, she kept saying it. I didn't get it at all. I think they, I think they had an idea that um, it was the sort of running gag that is situational. Like he keeps encountering an autopilot in yeah. new ways, and that's gonna make it funny, but. It's not really encountering it in new ways. Like he's always uh, climbing into a cockpit when he encounters Ivan. So yeah. it's not even an especially varied experience. It just it's it's a joke that's DOA the first time and it fails to improve upon itself. It just repeats. And sadly that's kind of a pattern of um of, of, of like jokes that didn't work the first time being repeated again and again. Like my my uh my theater at least was pretty quiet during most of the most of the comic release stuff. There's like a a, a couple jokes that they responded to, but mostly there was just it was just a little silent. Um, the the biggest laugh, of course, being from stock. Yeah. Um, yeah, my theater was me and one other person. Uh, I didn't <laughs> laugh, but the other person got some good chuckles out of socks. I I had uh, the I yeah I, I had the best uh, joke with socks uh, spoiled for me by this very chat, and yet I I I, I still gave a sensible chuckle when I saw it. In what, yeah. what joke? What joke? Uh, the fact that Socks has an a built-in tranquilizer turret for yep. emergencies. Yes. Yep. <laughs> yep. I bought I just you, bought five, you minutes. five minutes. With, uh, with with I wore Grant to Peter Stone, director of the Good Dinosaur. He delivered that really well. Yeah, like, that's literally I, the best joke yeah, in the movie. Yeah, so it's like, a, I, 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 I no disrespect or anything, but I wasn't crazy about the voice acting but i gotta give it to peter so and we were talking about this before i like him you know what it is i have, haven't realized this he's doing doug he's doing doug from up like he's that, doing that oh, same, yeah he's doing that same cadence but with, i mean obviously that was a bob peterson uh performance it was a very similar cadence that he just bob that peterson he... peter so into the pieces fat <gasps> my god the same person yeah it's Pretty much everyone in the film is not required to stretch too much from the roles they're usually cast in. Like, Chris Evans is what could charitably be described as a Chris Evans type. Uh, Kiki Palmer plays a Kiki Palmer type. Taika Waititi, as we have mentioned, uh, plays a a Korg-ish character. 
And Dale Souls is uh, challenged so little that her role in this film, much like Orange is the New Black, is just literally an elderly convict. Uh, uh, and yep. I feel like she we could have been really funny. The- like, there, there are some points where, like, you know, there was a joke with her on screen or whatever. And I thought, I think I should be laughing, but I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I think there's, like, an internal laugh. It's like, I appreciate that. I'm not laughing, but I appreciate it. Yeah, that's how I felt with her, at least. Like, with Taika Waititi, no. Um, but, like, even with the pen, I'm like, okay. The pen. Yeah, oh it. the it's gonna pen. Come in. It's gonna come When's into it play. It's gonna come into play. We get it. We get it. Just do the thing. Do the thing. That, hey, that's look the thing at I'm- this. My suit has a gun. I put a put it down on this uh, table in the parlor. I hope no one fires it. Taika Waititi. <laughs> the three of them really bothered me because they were like, oh, yeah, we can do this thing. And Buzz is like, no, you can't. I can't put you guys in danger. And they were like, Buzz, we got to do this together. I mean, they say all those things like a million times as Rancid has said. Yeah. Specifically, I was thinking problem, like... My problem with it is that it's like... No, they Buzz genuinely is right. can't do those things. Buzz is right. <laughs> And he's just like, played to be wrong, and it's like because the trope says otherwise, or the cliche like, like, says otherwise. It's like no. Like I can understand if Izzy was uh, just gung ho, but a little inexperienced. But she is honestly kind of dumb. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't saying like because that's what a Hawthorne would do, and there's never a moment where like, and there's always like Buzz trying to say like, uh, that's um, you know that's uh that's true, but there's more to it than just that. There's never a moment where he he just like snaps and says, "Please stop comparing yourself to her." Because all the tropes with her, all the tropes with her are like, hey, I am a young person, get it? Being compared to my grandma, changing older ideas, making them more fun, not being helpful. Because that's what young people are, right? Yup. Yup. I didn't didn't really get that, but it's just, uh, it's a very presumptive attitude to take. Yeah, I don't know. It's like With- Buzz felt like sci-fi dude. She felt like Cars three writing young people. Uh, the other yeah, two felt like yeah. comic relief, and Socks felt like a cat. Ergo, Socks was the best character. Yep. It's, uh, uh, what did so, you guys? So my, I think my 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 problem with this, like I, I was sitting in that car thinking about. Okay, I I so I. I don't feel like I enjoyed this. Why? I had to think on it, and I think my issue is like Buzz needs a needs a better foil. Like yeah. like the 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 whole his whole thing like since since Toy Story and of course they expanded that in the cartoons and so many others is that like at least at least like original like uh, mint condition Buzz is clinical by the book. All about procedures, uh, hmm. the and like in in this movie, like 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 Buzz like get, like court marshals himself, 
Like he's just that uh, into procedures that that he's that uh, after one uh, massive screw up, uh, he's he's he says, "Arrest me, <laughs> just just lock me up inside this ship and leave me to die." And it's like, okay, Toy Story and and, and so many others and even the show. There's I feel that there's, you need a better foil against that uh, clinicism, uh, the clinical. Uh, uh, attitude and like Alisa is sort of that but I don't I don't know that like most of the others can really do it like I and don't specifically that... um Alicia is uh you know the uh the knowing friend like she's the one who encourages him to you know keep going you're a space ranger you made a mistake, you fix it. That's your duty. And Izzy is uh has her own uh massive screw up at some point, but you know, it's just it's kind of uh shown to be a uh I, I think the difference is is like um I'm not really sure they can be compared because they are under different circumstances. Both were, you know, done in a uh, a moment of danger, but Buzz was taking more of a calculated risk, whereas Izzy was just being impulsive. And like I, they they both have that daring uh, to them, but. I I I don't know. I feel like Buzz is a, like punishes himself a little bit more for it. Like obviously there's uh Izzy uh you know just going near catatonic just unable to cope with that failure, but I don't know. I don't really feel the situations were as comparable as the movie would like us to believe they were speaking of her uh her big mistake though i really want to talk about these so she makes that mistake she gets off the ship she apologizes to buzz but it's okay uh we can do something right no no there's nothing we can do the mission's over buzz where are you going i just i just need some time to be by myself boom zerk shoots his arm thing and now there's a big chase we got to talk about these mood whiplashes, guys. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I was thinking, like, good dinosaur, like, that intense. Yeah. Oh, God. Speaking of truly uh, unrewarding running gags, the, uh, the, um... Laser shield? God, fucking Burnside. Like... It, at the it, end of the right. uh, at the end of the uh, terrible uh, um, at, at, at the end of the terrible up ripoff uh, montage, <laughs> <laughs> where you, like Buzz is. is like forced to confront the last recorded memory of uh, his dead friend. Uh, this character, uh, Bur- uh, Commander Burnside. Uh, Hawthorne's replacement bursts in 
and he's he he just he has uh two words that he is fixated on ironically enough like a laser laser shield he's going to build a laser shield he's going to love him some laser shield it never gets funny it never it, gets interesting man and what are you what are you talking about that's the that's the joke we have to we're putting in the post credits it has to be funny I was going to watch, like, because you had both, you had all told me that there was uh, two things and a tease. Three. What are two things and, two things and a tease. So, uh, the tease happened right away. So I was like, okay, those are other two little things. Let's see. And then I saw the lasers and I went, okay. And I laughed. (laughs) That that wasn't the tease, though. (laughs) No, the The tease was obvious. I know, I know. The tease had... Never mind. Never mind. The tease was at the very end, like after, like the yeah. Pixar lamp. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was Lightyear two. Mm, well, kind oh, of. Oh, kind of, kind of. Oh, what was the tease? <laughs> the no, tease. the tease was was uh, uh, Zerg floating in space, and then his eyes light up for the fifth time in this movie. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. So this has nothing to do with Lightyear, but when you had told me that there is a tease at the end of this movie. My bold prediction going into this was that this would be the start of, like, the Pixar cinematic universe or whatever, and that these would all be, like, connected, and what movie is after Toy Story? Of course, A Bug's Life. I thought the tease was gonna be, like, Flick wearing the Buzz Lightyear thing, and we'd be getting, <laughs> like, a uh, bug or something. I was, I was tense. So good like, to know, good what, to know like that, the... uh, good to know that everybody's favorite. Like what, isn't he? What, what if one of the insectoids in the swarm just suddenly was voiced <laughs> by Dave Foley? Terrible. Terrible. I'd love to hear Dave Foley again. I would not. Oh, he's got that Amazon money now. He's fine. Yeah. All the Larry, kids no. are fine. Don't go into the, no, Larry, no. Don't go into the laser shield. I can't help it. It's so it's beautiful. beautiful. Laser shield. <laughs> See, that's how you make it funny. God, I... Where is it? Fucking... I suppose this is the part of the recap. The impressions where we get to what may be the most uh, thinly written character in the movie. Even more than a character whose sole trait, aside from being bossy, is an obsession with a defense system. I Are think we to... have to talk about Zerg. How do uh... you ruin Zerg? No, like... here is here like probably my least favorite thing about the whole movie, hands down. Uh, yeah, they move, they ruin Zerg, which is like okay. And you can even argue that like you know this. I wouldn't. There is continuity problems with Toy Story Two, of course. Um, but that's not, that's not what I'm going to say. What I am going to say, uh, we'll call him Evil Buzz because, haha, Toy Story standard, there has to be a regular buzz and a not regular buzz. Oh my uh, god. Oh god, there's always multiple buzzes. There's always, there's always multiple buzzes. I don't know why I hung on to that. Me. Anyway, 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 when quote unquote Evil Buzz says, we can go back, we can go back in time and fix everything. And then regular Buzz is like, oh, man, 
they're not going to have their families anymore. And that's why he doesn't go through with it. It's like, dude, you go back in time. These people are going to be born again. Nobody's going away. You're fixing, you're fixing a problem. And then these people who you're like, oh, no, they have memories and families and friends. They are going to have those memories and families and friends again. That, that, I'm, I'm so glad you I... picked up on that because I was so... I, I was so baffled by this confrontation, I, I, especially I with, with, with guess Buzz. the operative logic is that since they were born, since they were likely born on the base, yeah, that they uh, that the circumstances that led to their births would not have happened. I I it's... guess, but I, I, they My... still. They still would have been like the same people with a better. I didn't want to. I, did, I don't want to do this because it's spoilers, and we just talked about it for like eight months. But um, I remember uh, you and Random and Wash when we went through Higurashi Nine had a problem with uh, the decision that a certain character made. The difference, the reason why I think it works there. I'm gonna mostly talk about this just to you know keep it spoiler free. But I think it works yeah. there because. The character went through so much with the people they were trying to get back to. That was the core of it. Here, it's like, you know, you, you barely met them, but you know that things would be better. It's not like you have any specific kind of ties to them. That's If, if, if Buzz actually did have a strong attachment to these people, maybe, but he, he doesn't. My, my, the, if we're going to uh, go with that, my issue... With it compared to what happened in, in uh, Higurashi Nine, again without getting into the spoilers, is that the the premise is not that that other timeline gets erased. This is something that is it's, it's never been explained, and it and it always infuriates me with like time travel movies. I just I, I just can't get into them with with the sort of like moon logic they have. Is that it's like what what is this then? Are there two timelines, or is this somehow like one timeline that has to, that just keeps erasing itself? Because old Buzz is here from the future. What is happening? What happens in the movie is a form of the twin paradox, uh, which um, they they seem to have confused to mean actually two separate people, but. The thing about the twin paradox is, is that one, uh, is that one character stays, uh, moored in normal, uh, progressive, inexorable fourth dimensional time, and yeah. the other is, uh, traveling at a certain, uh, a, a, and the other is like near, uh, not traveling. So. Yeah. The, the paradox in that is not that there are two people suddenly, it's that <laughs> one twin that the twins born at the same time but one is now significantly older than the other. That's... Yeah. I, they, they don't talk about alternate timelines at all. They spend a little bit of time on uh, layman's definition of time dilation which, I mean, we see like Buzz working out uh, flight calculations and shit on his windshield on the fly. I yeah. don't see why this would be so 
uh, foreign or inexplicable to him. But it's, it's, I, I, uh, just real quick, I did notice like in the credits, somebody was credited for math. I don't know. Something about, <laughs> we just got a math guy to come in. This is like, this, this is not. I I, I <laughs> guess for the equation itself, but I this guess, is not exactly. This is not e- This is not even a Futurama level uh, <laughs> math. No. Not even close. Not even close. No. But I just. Yeah. I I'm so, just so. I I'm not only baffled by the existence of old buzz. I am genuinely kind of baffled by his motives other than uh, he's sort of, I I would directly compare him to uh, a Muntz figure that has grown embittered with age and solitude and failure. Yeah, I, I was thinking of Muntz a lot too, just because, yeah. like, the reveal was similarly goofy. Uh I am not a fan of Mines. I it's so as despite the, how long it's been, I'm still not a fan. However, if we were to compare these two, Mines is significantly better for reasons that Wash has said extensively in the podcast. But the TLDR is that it actually reflects Carl's journey here. I, it, it starts Buzz's bizarre change of heart. <laughs> I guess. It's it, 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 shows, it ruins Zerg in the in the meantime, man. Like it, instead of suddenly contrasting uh, Buzz with the person he isn't, with the person he will eventually become, which we are going to call better. Uh, it you know <laughs> like Carl has changed as a person and months has changed for the worse there are like palpable differences between them he started off admiring this man whereas with uh lightyear i don't know like it's a sense of duty that got warped into a bizarre and uh unquestioning uh um imperative to regain lost pride because he feels like such a such a failure like i've got to do it i've got to complete the mission above all else like that's genuinely not as compelling a narrative as having to uh confront your own deficiencies not in yourself with or rather a person that you haven't even become yet but specifically in your idols in the people that you looked up to and you now find have sunk so very far below you. Uh, Random, what are your thoughts? <sighs> Random? Interesting. Yeah. Good. Hello? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> At least you're there. At least you're still here. <laughs> I'm here. I, ju- I, ju- I, I, ju- I just generally don't. I just don't. I'm get fucking a- bummed, man. Like I don't get the Zerg. <sighs> no, when I, I when I because I, I compared him to Charles Munz too. You're one of the first people I thought of random. I was like, uh oh, he's not happy. Like specifically, like I think both you and Random 
were uh, both uh, you, Random, and Wash were saying, oh, it's going to be the rookie at the end. And I pointed out, well, that would just be the Incredibles, right? <laughs> yeah. Like it's, yeah. The, it's this little, it's like this little minor character that the hero belittles and uh, grows up to be this embittered jagoff. I, I <laughs> actually had a theory of my own that it was going to be a um a robot uh it was going to be a robot stranded there by an uncaring inventor or maybe it was a probe or something that had developed uh sentient sort of a star trek kind of thing and like, or maybe that... it's like it's like something that came in from the galactic alliance like the ai like yeah yeah it's like it's like something that uh I, I, in lieu of any actual knowledge, I was thinking it was something like, oh, this is, this probe has been uh, programmed to scout the area or, you know, do geological surveys or something. And it's just, uh, you know, it has grown self-aware and it has become, uh, you know, embittered despite continuing in its uh, process. And I thought, uh, I mean, that's, uh, or that maybe it was going to be an inventor in a not far, actually not far from the truth. It was going to be an inventor or something that had gone uh, crazy in decades of solitude and, you know, build himself this robot suit. Like, I don't need anyone. I'm, I'm perfectly fine where I am. But it's kind of tragic that I came so close and that I did not consider that this was also technically a time travel plot. So I did yeah. not think of the bad, like the most predictable time travel villain angle. Like I made a guess based entirely on cliches about how like Buzz would be confronted with the most literal metaphor about why you need friends and accomplishments aren't worth anything if they're not worth sharing and what they came up with with like all their hollywood money and their script doctors and their uh revisions and drafts was worse than my guess <laughs> can i give you my thoughts go right now i was just gonna say i was bites. just gonna say <laughs> you know what as much as i I think this movie is very bland and bare bones and cliched. A part of me was still kind of into it. A part of me was like, you know what? Let's see where this goes. Let's see where the ride is. And yeah, it's, uh, it's, I was it's, willing it's to. It's definitely actiony. And there's, and there's some decent actions. And I, yeah. And I saw the Zerg robot outfit. And you know what? Zerg looks cool. He does look cool. Mm-hmm. If you guys think, like the, the robot, actually, like, I mean, like the design. <laughs> the design, like I, I, at first, I was like a little worn out, but like then I like saw the scale of it and like compared to everyone else and like how it like lights up. And shit. It looks good, and I was like, we've ever seen joke in any property, yeah. <laughs> and I was, I was like, okay, who's it gonna be? And you know what? As much as would have been sloppy for the rookie to be it, it would have been so funny if Buzz was like. Who are you? And then he was like, you don't recognize his face, and he removes the Zerg helmet, and you just see the baby face eyes. 
Tell me I, that would have that, been that's somewhat exactly funny. exactly where I thought this was going to go. I thought it was going to go for... Because it, it, it just kept talking about again and again, rookies, rookies, rookies. And you have this one character who disappeared for the rest of the film. Yeah, All I, this time and you still don't remember my name. No, I don't. No, I don't. <laughs> and yes, it would have been incredible. But also, like, that's pretty much what it was. It, it was fly home, buddy, I work alone. Pretty much, and if you're gonna do it, be consistent. I didn't see Evil Buzz coming. I mean, like, but it, that was the moment when I took myself out of the film. I that of, was the it, moment where I stopped caring. It's like kind of two jokes in one. You can do like an elderly version of the rookie's face, which Buzz does not <laughs> recognize at all. Like, don't tell me you have. Don't tell me you don't recognize this face. It's like. Uh, Even the elder still has the baby face, and and then and then it uh you know it's suddenly extreme close up on the gleaming baby eyes, and he's like, but that would have been you know kind of rookie. That would be the way to 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 uh to tie it all together, you know? Because you couldn't remember my name, so I chose a new one. It's short. <laughs> it's Zerg. That my Zerg is my father's name. Speaking no, of speaking of father, no, one, no, no, right? no, no. Speaking of dad, when Zerg takes his, uh, when he comes out of the robot, and Buzz says, "Dad," I would not have thought of Toy Story two if the movie didn't put that together. Oh but my god! Because he says, "Dad," it's like, oh, Zerg is Buzz's father. That's the whole joke in Toy Story, which, mind you, is much funnier than this movie. Yep. I haven't just recently watched Toy Story 2 for the first time in, like, three years. I will, um, it is, I, I still think it's mid, but it's definitely funnier than Lightyear. I, you, Toy Story I don't 2 think is uh, clever enough to play that kind of reveal for laughs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> this is not. This was trying taking itself too seriously. Like there were oh jokes, God, but, but like way too seriously. Oh my God! Yeah. Uh, I, I, I really stopped caring after that twist reveal. Like, it's really? unfortunate. Do you want to know himself? I, He's fighting himself. He's fighting himself. Do you want to know the one time I audibly gasped and had nothing to do with what happened? It was the character involved when Zerg. Steps on future socks. socks and he dies. Yep. It wasn't because I was surprised that the movie went in that direction. It's because he killed socks and it's like, no, oh, he's a good cat. I like him. That's don't you kill Peter Stone? Don't you kill Terminator? <laughs> I was I was literally going to be like, if they actually killed the socks, I care. They killed socks. I was gonna walk out of the theater. Because he was the one thing that was still entertaining about it to me. Uh, I, the weird thing is that like, I, this, this is inspired by Star Wars, but it's not that fun. No, no. it takes itself too seriously, mm-hmm. and it's despite being a fan fiction of Toy Story. Do you think it's odd that uh, for a brief moment, you know, when uh, Socks is helping Buzz, Buzz kind of seems to have uh, forgotten the socks he bonded with and is now willing to take like this uh 
beat to shit Five Nights at Freddy's version <laughs> with him instead. Because hey, he, he saved just his wants life. To have, yeah, he just wants to have a socks to yeah. keep him companions. Oh god, Oops. that's a grammatical nightmare. You would call him a socks. That's a grammatical. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, and that's why this movie sucks. <laughs> I hate time travel plots. They can work. It's just you gotta. You really need to think you, it through. Yeah, and they I, didn't. I think the, the big thing is like you gotta prioritize character. Yeah, and I'm they sorry. don't like 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 the, like like people aren't crazy about Back to the Future because of time travel shenanigans. They're crazy about it because they love they they love uh Marty. They love uh they love Doc. They, they even love, love Biff. Love the, all the different characters that you meet along the way. They love Biff. They love all the different characters. Yeah. Because the film prioritizes characters, and it, it was actually conceived first as a film about, like, a son realizing that, like, his father is gotten used to be a very different person than he thought he was. And, and it, <laughs> the, the time travel just kind of came out of that. Yep. It... But this one is just like, hey, I'm evil because I time traveled, and I want to do everything in my power, or even if it means, I don't know, I don't <laughs> fucking know. It, it, it's 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 Spider Man Edge of Time, which I only now know about because of Rancid, the the, the yeah, exact same, yeah. the exact I, same twist. I wanna. <laughs> So, uh, I mean, it's, it's I will, I'll say at least, like, I mean, I was in a pretty bad mood when I watched this, because, like, you know, I was late, I hadn't eaten all day, so my head was throbbing, so oh, like, I wasn't, shit, I I wasn't in the best of mood, but, like, I, this is gonna sound nice at first, but it's not really, um, I didn't hate it, I definitely didn't hate it, the problem no. is that hate is an emotion, and yeah. that's why. The, the, I, I'll get I, more into this yeah. with the final thoughts, I guess. But like I said before, uh, with all the mood whiplashes, I was constantly reminded of Good Dinosaur between how the movie treated the millennials and how, well, let's call them millennials, <laughs> and how uh, that successor to Hawthorne, he was like, oh, I was such a big fan of you as a kid. I was like, it's Sterling, Cars 3. So I was thinking of a lot of, like, you know, uh, movies that I have strong opinions towards. And, you know, I'm thinking about them, and it's like, is Lightyear better? I think so. But I feel towards these, and I think about like what I feel about Lightyear, and it's it sucks. <laughs> I I feel sucks, but like, I, and you, you I've I've argued this, especially with like a Bug's Life. I've argued this point. Like, when I watch something, you know, I want to care. I want to get invested. I want to at least have a time. I don't care if it's a good time or a bad time, so long as I'm not left like questioning why people are still alive, like with a Bug's Life. <laughs> I just, I want to have something. I, I didn't get that, except for Cool Cat. There's forms of mediocrity that are infuriating, and there's forms that are just kind of numbing. Yeah. I, numbing might be too strong, but it's definitely, like, an adjective of numbing, yeah. Indifference. I, I, would, I would call, like, yeah, indifference. Call no, that's it, that's it. more numbing, uh, although I was also, like, angry as fuck. Doing. Yeah, I I think I think I also feel Cars Three is more numbing than this. Like, I'm not gonna lie, I was interested in a few things, 
uh, with it. I I was I was along for the ride. I, I, I was along gorgeous. for the I was along yeah. for the ride in that I was like like strapped onto the seat and I couldn't really leave until the ride was over. Like I was just taken in the size and it just kind of flusters out after a while. You know, I actually got uh is an interesting point uh during my one trip to Disney World as a child that uh that Buzz Lightyear uh, shoot 'em up ride. I, I, I remember actually, that. Yep. That was my favorite actually, ride. Uh, when I was riding it, it actually malfunctioned, and I was stuck there for fifteen <laughs> minutes. <laughs> Watching Lightyear is much the same. <laughs> well, it's not fifteen minutes. <laughs> yeah, it's I true. There's also like less day glow. Oh yeah. <laughs> Can I just say, like, this movie is. Technically gorgeous. I say technically, but like, you know how much color Turning Red had? You know how much like brightness and like color and just popping energy it had with different styles? This movie feels like a Call of Duty game sometimes. I I will give this defense, small defense, that this is not, this is not supposed to be like turning red up any of those because in the framing device this is actually supposed to be a live action movie like in universe this is supposed to be live action um for 1995 they must have had some truly kick-ass practical effects yeah i know i do that i'm super impressed but like compared to like 1998 lost in space where you have the 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 worst monkey you've ever seen. The, the truly the, um, dire looking uh, spider Gary Oldman. Uh, <laughs> I kind of wish it went with like a 90s film like trope. Like we knew it was a film almost. Like we did know it was a film, but like other than that, remo- that first opening, like you a wouldn't certain have... kind of cheapness to it? Yeah, kind of. Like just to give it some personality. I, I think I mean, I, I mean the, if they really. If they really wanted to go with the play it straight, then I I can understand. It's just like, ah. my problem, I mean, I, I, again, like it's a, this is a very weak defense. So pardon me for uh, blowing in the general direction of your defense wash and completely knocking it over. (laughs) Um, You are correct. This isn't supposed to be a film like Turning Red or Luca or Soul. But to compare it to a film that didn't have that much going on in terms of, like, visual inventiveness, but you can still, like, I'm not saying this movie has great animation or anything, but you look at it and you go, oh, yeah, that's Onward. Onward. You look at Onward, you know it's Onward. You look at Lightyear, it's a movie. The, the thing is that, like, it's hard to, like, whether this is supposed to be, like, a 90s film no, it no, it was to... an artistic choice. It just didn't turn out yeah. that popping. That's all. Yeah, it's... Yeah, it's the... I, I understand that there must have been a truly massive amount of uh, concept art for oh, sure. everything, as there is for any animated film. But in a way, Lightyear was both more creative than Onward, which is a movie that, you know, will feature a store with a sign out front that says like podiatrist but goblin (laughs) like it's very clearly based on the real world and yet uh it just kind of it just kind of um 
kind of washes over you. There's not a lot of um, there's not a, not a lot of pop to it. It, it feels like contribute. It contributes to an overall effect that you are watching a sci-fi movie. If it just feels like a generic, you know how games like Nintendo have like a whole bunch of color popping and there's something unique about it, but yet a lot of games just like the first-person shooters have like that same look, same style, same. I'm gonna cut you off right there because like every Nintendo fan makes this argument, and it's like outside of like the five that are doing the same thing, it's just not true. <laughs> okay, not let me let me forget Nintendo. Uh, Call of Duty again. I just kept getting like this gray vibes everywhere, and it's just like I know that's the style of the plan they're going for, but it's just like it would have been nice to just see a color other than dark and brown. And I mean, if, if, if you're gonna bring up Call of Duty, I'll bring up Halo. That's a first-person shooter game made in the West, and that game. You look at Halo, you just, that game's got popping colors, that game, but it's still like a futuristic sci-fi kind of thing. But you look at Halo, you know that's Halo. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Call of Duty saves its colors for its modes, I guess. I, I, I again, <laughs> I, I don't really know. downright inventive. Maybe this is a bad, my point is, I just don't feel like, it feels generic to me. Your point is that you need to play more games. <laughs> Call of Duty. Oh wow! Wow, you're probably Get right. Off stream, eh? You know what? You're right. I'll start by playing the Dog Island. Shiver with more, with just as much whiplash, mood whiplash as fucking Lightyear I, I, and. I, I, oh God, that's right. And good the, dinosaur. The Hollywood saying like some shiver me oh, timbers. Shiver me somebody timbers, call, somebody a, call doc- a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> good grief, that is horrific. Um, uh, wait, would you? <laughs> Uh, but either way, that's oh fuck. I'm just I don't know what it is. I don't know if I just I don't hate the film either. I guess I just feel disappointed. And that's okay. I, I realize this is like an hour in. Uh, do we gotta do a therapy exercise? Do we gotta like li- list out some positives? Because yeah, I mean, been... I can. I mean, uh, even ignoring you socks been, and yeah. the animation that doesn't count. Well, I, well, actually, I, no, yeah, literally, we're, we're not gonna count, count visuals can... because that's. Uh, no, 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 but here's the thing, because I said this before, like, I can think of a fair few amount of positives, why their individual moments are, like, actual things that I thought worked. I, yeah. I can, if you want me to, I can. The problem is that I don't feel anything towards anything. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing, like, and again, the twist just ruined it for me. Like, I, I, I hate that fucking twist so goddamn much, and it just ruins the film for me. I probably can really watch it now knowing it, and I'll be like, it'll be a little better, but I... I, 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 think I, might I know what we're doing. We're doing decor conversely. right now. We're doing decor right now, and I'm complaining a lot about cliches and tropes and stuff. I love cliches and tropes. There's just like the really bad ones that people think for some reason are really good, but they're actually really not. And those are the tr- we've been getting hit by a lot of these tropes recently. But, yeah. but the point is, like. Yeah, it's not like this super inventive movie. Yeah, it it ha- says a lot of things over and over. It uses a lot of tropes, uses a lot of cliches, and it's like that's not dead on arrival. They're just using the wrong tropes and the wrong cliches. Like look, and I, not using them too much effect. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, yeah, like I, mean, I, I, I love cars. Y'all know this. I love cars. To talk about a movie that relies overly on tropes and cliches. Uh, it just talked it about used like, it, uh, it used it to form a memorable personality. Even if yeah. you don't like the movie, yeah. it at least 
has a memorable personality of it. Yeah. I, like all I can about, tell you like, about Luka. this is that, you know, Zerg isn't Buzz's dad, like in Toy Story 2. Which, I, that trope in itself was a cliche, that scene, but it was funny. It, it, was a, it wasn't even a trope, it was a direct reference. It was a reference. And well, it was yeah, a but at, at the point when Toy Story 2 came out, it was a cliche or a trope. Yeah. Yeah, it's but, like uh, uh the the scene with uh you know uh just seeing old uh you know um old buzz sitting in the Zerg suit like bathed in red light when one of the robot troopers comes in to deliver him a message, it's like, well this is a little this is noticeably more indulgent when we're actually owned by Disney, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I I don't know. Like you're I, right. I, I, you're right. You're 100% right. I just I I it's definitely a bit of a bummer and I know not all of us agree. And I mean like yeah, I'm not saying to say Onward is like this terrific movie, but like it had something. And then you go to Soul, Luca and Turning Red and again, like them or not, they're all I feel like they're all including Onward, they're all pretty divisive, but they've all like, really hit home with people, right? Like, they're yep. not... And then Lightyear is just kind of... Like, honestly, I'd probably say... Technically, it might even be better than Onward. I'm not sure, but just in terms of, like, what I think of it... Onward, think even if it was both, only a little uh, bit of it, it just made me feel so much more. I think, uh, you know, stuff like... Uh, stuff like uh, Cars... Inspired by unnamed director's uh, childhood, you know, with his family in, uh, you know, going through the highways and byways of California or, you know, onward um, based on, you know, the tragic death of your father early on in childhood. Lightyear, I think, does not have as much of an emotional core, which relies it on uh rather cheap uh borrowed moments of manipulation is because the entire premise was started because uh Angus McLean was more idly speculating on the uh nostalgia for stuff he felt as a kid which is not quite the same i i it's, i I'll give you one to it. It's just nostalgia I'll... for like sci-fi films, like Star Wars, like Alien, like all the like all like all these uh, classics. I, I, I'm sure he's seen them like recently, but did did he did he remember them like being like boring shot because they're not like Alien like it today in 2022 looks gorgeous. Like yep. And this film does, they spend a lot on the looks department, but that doesn't make a film. They, they spend I mean, a lot on the shots. rendering department. <laughs> there are good shots. Like, I think it's some very good shots. It's just, I don't want to sound too much like a broken record anymore, so I won't repeat myself. But we, we've talked about why, like, oh, good shots. Like, that's not enough. Yeah, it doesn't tell a story. This I movie... think it is kind of funny to, uh, you know, <laughs> create a realistic uh spacesuit based on a toy created for an uh, uh, created for an animated movie and then you know light it in that 
uh, atmospheric, moody James Cameron way. <laughs> yeah. Good fucking go for it. Do James Cameron, do Ridley Scott. Do, even do George Lucas, fuck it. If, if if you're going for, like, sci-fi classics, like, those sci-fi classics were fun. They were, yep. they they had, like, many different emotions. They were fun, they were funny, they were scary, they were dramatic. They... You know what this, you know what it, you know what? It feels the problem like... With, uh, the problem with homaging great stuff is that the greater the stuff that inspired you is the more likely you'll wind up with something that's less than the sum of its parts. Yeah. What, what, it's like the, the, um, what, uh, what's the, oh, Scott McCloud, what he talked about in, um, yeah. uh, and, yeah. uh, understanding comics that like the, you, you get like the surface level understanding of, of your, of your favorite stuff, but unless you don't really get the fundamentals. And I think this, I, I think this is the case of uh, Angus McCloud is this is his first writing gig, I think. I, I mean, I can look further, but I think like the the only th- other thing he has is the is like the uh, the some of the shorts like Bernie and the 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 intro to uh, Buzz Lightyear of Star Command: The Adventure Begins. Oh no. Yeah, I, I looked it up. Yeah, he he has he has Bernie, he has Small Fry, Toy Story of Terror, Lightyear. <laughs> I don't think he he's gotten much for. I mean, he has a co-writer, but I, I I still don't think he's gotten much like experience. I mean, he's he's made his bones, so to speak, in the Pixar mafia, but he's not quite a don yet. No. That, that, that was a weird thing that like see, seeing him uh scrolling through the credits and just like suddenly seeing him as the as a senior creative team. Like most of what he's done is like animation and it's like I'm sure he's done like fantastic animation. But we gotta you gotta contribute with story. Uh, are we gonna have a timer for this? Uh we, uh we we've never had a timer for um I mean we started at around Eight o'clock, and it's uh, now almost uh, nine thirty. Yeah. Where so I've been, I mean, so. I I don't have a timer set up, but Audacity tells you how long it's been since you started, and it's almost just about to hit an hour fifteen, which yeah. is seventy five minutes, which is the timer. I I just want to say, Sorry, I mean, we never have a timer I'll, for these. No, let Randa talk. Let Randa talk. Let Randa talk. Well, I just want to yeah. say, like, this might all go into my final thoughts, but I. I think it's... I don't know. You know what? No, I'll save it for my final thoughts. I mean, do we want to get to the final thoughts? Or do we have more to say about uh, 2022's light snack? (laughs) What Uh, is there to say? Um... I'm trying to think of anything else. Uh, If we're going to talk positives, I'll I'll say this. As a a sci-fi nerd myself, uh, I like some of the sci-fi concepts, like the... I wish that the the transporter thing that they were setting up very very heavily. I think I wish it was a little smarter with that, a little clever, because the the most we had is that like at one point one of the uh, the uh, Taiki 
Taika Waititi? Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, Taika Waititi. Taika. Is Taika. He, uh, he creates an infinite loop with the, uh, the transporter button. Yeah, he uh, puts in a loop. It, with, also reminded me of Portal, weirdly, yeah. when we're talking about yeah. video games. I got that vibe, um, too. It, it's like, okay, there's a, a, a cute little thing, and, and I, I was like, could we have like a little more with this? Because this seems like you, you. I was uh, fully expecting that uh, old Buzz was going to be uh, hoisted by his own batard, and that transporter would just uh, shoot him out into space. Yeah, something. Uh, like, you, you, you set this. You, if you're gonna do like like some hard sci-fi, and this is like. It's just a pretty soft sci-fi overall, but if you're going to do some hard sci-fi, then get creative with it. Expand on these ideas. What do you got? It's hard sci-fi in the sense that they need helmets to breathe. That's pretty <laughs> much where it stops. Yeah. Oh, we didn't even mention, like, all the, um, uh, all the Toy Story quotes, the inexplicable Toy Story quotes. Just the, which- all of them, like, they're they're mostly uh, in the beginning of the film. Like, I literally in lead throughout. balloons, every single one of them. Yep. Star <laughs> Command, come in, Star Command. Why won't they answer? So far, the, you're mocking me, aren't you? I actually missed that one. There seems to be I, no I, I, sign of intelligent life anywhere. I, I was I waiting for too. her. I was waiting for because that's when we meet Hawthorne. And that, yeah. I was expecting her to be like, hello. <laughs> I'm glad they didn't at least do that. But it's still the damage. Uh, uh, is, uh, like she says, like, nobody reads those. Uh, uh, nobody uh, reads those logs. And I only recently found out that that's, uh, that's, that's taken verbatim from Buzz Lightyear Star Command The Adventure Begins. Really? <laughs> exactly. That's exactly like like Buzz does the exact same narration, and his trusty his trusty friend, uh, his trusty friend Warp Darks Matter, who yeah. not, who, who's totally uh, he, not he evil. Nobody reads those things anyway. It's like final exactly thoughts. Um, my uh, my trusted friend Daniel J. Betrayal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally won't be evil. Totally won't go for Zerg. Totally won't get murdered um, in order to switch sides. I'll I'll say this. This is the first time in a while that we've had a, uh, we've had a first impression where we just, we've run out around the time that we would usually run out. Well, final thoughts could take a while. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, Yeah, let's, (laughs) I'm, I'm ready for final thoughts. You ready? So would, all right, l- let me word it like this. Rancid, would you like to go first, or would you like to not? Ah, I'll go first, get it out of the way. Um, this is quite a... I, I'm not really bothered by the uh, muted color scheme, because you know, the film clearly has a look that it's going for, and it, uh, it's not terribly... Uh, visual and dynamic in that regard, but I I can at least respect it for trying its own thing. The problem is is that it does not nearly try enough of its own thing. It's at its core deeply indebted to an earlier work and what is left is uh some very 
thinly stretched platitudes. Like we didn't even talk about those uh, isolation cones, which are literally keeping them apart from each other, and they have to, yeah. you know, yeah. join in a group. Oh hug. yeah, and I forgot about that. You can Won't. fucking keep that, but there's <laughs> uh, I mean, just the uh, the endless reiteration. I guess children do love Toy Story, but I feel like the uh, the core for all this stuff is um, uh, adult uh, adult fans with children and who have you know grown up to see a new generation appreciate it. But it, it's like if you are not going to respect uh, the ability of children to grasp very basic concepts like uh teamwork and friendship god you know the the fucking care bears don't talk about friendship as much as these people do <laughs> but if you can't if you you know uh if you think you've got to dumb it down for them at least please have a spare a thought for the parents in the audience that have to watch this stuff. Have to watch this stuff in the theater, mind you, because no uh, Disney Plus uh, same-day streaming, thank you very much. We are... Uh, they uh, they gambled and they lost their shirts on this one, but... Oh, yeah. <sighs> yeah. It, it, I, no, I'm it's telling just, you. Have a little... Have a little um, care that you put into every other facet. Just understand that your audience is smart and be smart about this like kids don't get enough credit and just this samey repetitive mush that wears you down it's it's not going to uh ironically it's not going to create the best of childhood memories So no, oh, I didn't like it. <laughs> I didn't hate it, but I didn't like it. <laughs> there are you things either go to see like. it or you don't. And in this case, most people have chosen B. Don't. I would say good call. <sighs> so I guess was... this is where I uh, pass the stick with the feather over. Uh, Claire, what did you think? Uh, I did not think very much. Um, it again, oh, there's good things about it. It's not, and this isn't even like a me and my dick kind of thing. Where yes, there's good to it. That's not the point. It's rotten and foul. I would not describe this as rotten and foul. Like not even close. There, there's bad no. things about it. Don't get me wrong, but rotten, foul. Like no. I wouldn't even go as far as say like problematic. Like it's just very just, like the worst thing I can really say is that it's boring. But that in that adjective lies the problem. I can think of so many movies, Pixar and not, but we'll stick to Pixar. I can think of so many Pixar films that I'm not crazy about, but I feel things towards like Cars 3, a really freaking dumb film, but I like the competitive edge that it has. The journey of Lightning McQueen as a competitor. Um, 
Good dinosaur is a freaking mess, but God, can I not stop laughing while I'm watching this mess? It's like it's like watching a train wreck. It's terrible, but I can't look away. I'm enamored. Uh, Toy Story 4, I hate that it exists, and the fact that it exists in itself, I think, is uh, a crippling flaw, but it has things like Forky and Gabby Gabby, so like, yeah, I feel. I watch Lightyear, and I, I walked out of the theater thinking... Man, I should have had lunch today. I had a little <laughs> breakfast. I should have just bit the bullet, had lunch. I would feel better. Oh, that's right. I just saw a movie. <laughs> I like I like socks. Wash, you go next. Okay, fine. Um, I'll 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 first ask this question because uh, what what Rancid said. Suddenly got me thinking back to the Street Fighter uh, conversation. Do you do you think this was supposed to be like a dad film, and like in the similar vein to? I mean, Street Fighter is like in terms a million of its times more I, I I I still don't <laughs> like it as much as 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 you three do, but it, it is a million times more fun than this. But like the same sort of like a movie that like dad can enjoy for a bit and then just kind of doze off for no because it's animated no no it's very i i would say there are maybe no dad movies that are uh animated they mostly tend to either be about uh whether it's uh about um world war ii or Liam Neeson investigating kidnapping. It's generally about revenging yourself against Europeans. Uh, it, it generally the thing is is that I guess the only way I can call it similar to a dad movie is that much like a dad movie, it repeats itself for the benefit of those who have possibly fallen asleep in an armchair. <laughs> I, 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 well, I mean, I walked into the movie late, so it helped once or twice, but also. Like, not all dads hate animation, but all dads hate animation, you know? My one character example is Sausage Party, but for a very different reason. <laughs> no, not Sausage Party is. Movie. Sausage Party is a weird uncle movie. <laughs> yes, difference. oh my god. Absolutely. My dad is the weird uncle, then. I'm sorry. <laughs> he my really likes those kind of comedies. <laughs> no, I, I, I think that. There's really nothing that comes into, besides the general uh, cliched nature of it all, there's really nothing that comes into uh, being a 90s throwback beyond those weird out-of-place title cards for nobody about nothing that introduce a bizarre and confusing meta-narrative to what is otherwise a fairly straightforward, boring film. Like, I don't know why they felt the need to include that. It just, it cuts the legs out from under them, like, right at the jump. I, I'm, I'm very glad you brought that up. It was a good way for me to, to uh, frame into, to segue into my final thought was, yeah, I, the, those, that opening just made, just, it, it suddenly just had my brain thinking. And it, this should not have been a thinking movie. Because uh, this whole time I'm thinking, how would Andy be watching this? 
And like I, I want to say, like Andy would be bored as fuck, and that this is, if anything, he, he like his his relationship to Lightyear the movie should be like like an eighties kids uh, relationship with like Ghostbusters, and that they didn't really watch Ghostbusters; they watched the cartoon, and the, and the motion ties around the cartoon. Yeah, I feel like uh, Andy sitting in a theater in 1995 would be sorely wishing he was, I don't know, watching uh, the actual Tim Allen in Jungle to Jungle across the the theater. I feel like Andy is the type of person, is the same type of person. Hold on, let me. I feel like Andy is the equivalent of fans of Avatar The Last Airbender who. Don't acknowledge mm. the movie exists, exists, but they love the show. So, oh, this I don't is, think this I don't. Is the, I don't think Andy. Are you saying this is like the equivalent of like a guy who's only seen Boss Baby and thinks that every movie is Boss Baby? Like it's always, always Boss Baby. It's what? always no. Boss Baby. Getting definite Lightyear vibes from this. <laughs> Just watching <laughs> 2001 Space Odyssey. I'm getting light Watching vibes. 2001 A Space Odyssey and thinks, this is like Boss Baby. <laughs> no, I was just saying, like, you know how fans of Avatar don't think, don't acknowledge that the movie... Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. what is that I space feel like Andy would be like, Boss Baby? I feel like if Andy yeah, yeah. existed on... I feel like Andy would be, like, on the internet right now being like, look, this film is nothing <laughs> like the, brand the new awesome show. In 1995. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I feel like the lucky kids to have an internet, that's all. Yeah, of and course. And he went on the internet to say, Lightyear is just like Boss Baby. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, okay. I, I, if nothing else, we can all very thankfully say that we are not one of those people that are hung up on the lack of uh, slavish devotion to Buzz Lightyear canon. I couldn't care. <laughs> yeah. The, I, oh, yeah, no. That was my, just, my thing is that, like, just pick because something good. Because of the framing device, because of that framing device, I just had to think back to, like, uh, he, they, they said that the, 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 the car, they, they disregarded the cartoon. Fine, whatever. They, yeah. they don't even put uh, the cartoons on Disney+. Plus. They're, they're burying that damn thing. But, um, like, the, uh, the, the framing of, of, like, this is what Andy watched, just making me think back to, like, okay, Toy Story, Toy Story 2, and, uh, we're, like, where all these quotes are coming from. And the, the the idea that, like, Zerg would be, like, old bars? Like, I'm, sit- I'm trying to picture, like, and, like, like, what, what is, are they saying that, like, Andy just completely ignored the plot and just came up with, like, way better stories instead? Like, he's just, he just That's, really liked the well, toys yeah, and like, just came up with Evil Dr. Porkstop by himself because, like, depressed depressed uh, old Buzz who's who's, uh, still passionate about his mission it's just not that interesting for playtime yeah I mean that's that's what all responsible kids do is that they completely ignore the cartoon and they just do whatever like who's to say that uh, I mean even uh, with the uh, sudden application of a hat uh, Buzz Lightyear becomes dainty Mrs. Nesbitt. 
Uh, with that, uh, random is still. Yeah. Okay. Right. Oh, oh, I, I'll, I'll wrap up my final thoughts because I barely got into it. Uh, it, it was boring. It was boring. <laughs> it, it's, it's. I, I, I agree uh, with everybody that like, I couldn't hate this film. The, if, if there's somebody there that like hates this, then like, damn, you, you need to, you need to like reprioritize yourself. But that's grass, what son. that's what I was saying when we were watching the Mater tunes, but nobody listened to me. <laughs> Fuck off, random. What do you have to say? I don't hate this movie, and I don't dislike it more than the Good Dinosaur. Um, no matter I mean, what happened, weird to doubt if you did. I no Good Dinosaur is a special level of hell that hopefully never gets topped. I say hopefully because. Why? Maybe this is the inner Toy Story fan in me. Maybe this is the slight, casual being a fan of Buzz Lightyear of Star Command in me. Maybe it's the fact that I just watched Wayne Knight Zerg minutes before recording, and I just was like, <laughs> "This is so much Killing better." It, by the way, <laughs> killing it literally. A delight. The best and only interpretation of Zerg I will accept now. Um, at least compared to this. I don't know why I feel so bummed and disappointed. Like, I don't know why. I wasn't looking forward to seeing this in the theaters. I was I knew it wasn't going to be as good as the previous ones. Why? I mean, I did kind of get a little bit into it, but like, I still was like, eh, but it's like, it's something. And then the twist happened and I just gave up. I think the fact that it's boring bothers me more than if it was like awfully bad. It's not awfully bad. It's not. It's not. It's not good dinosaur. It's not ours too. It's At least respect to... me enough to give me a failure. Yeah, we, we've said that in the past, haven't we? Like, like it's it's kind of more offensive when the film doesn't give us anything to talk yeah. about. And 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 that's the issue. It just it feels like this movie was made to sell toys. That's all it feels like. And they, I know this because I, I'm, I work at a grocery store, and guess what I saw the day I was seeing this? Fucking Toys of Lightyear. And you, saw, you saw a toy based on a movie, based on a toy, based on a movie. About yep. toys. Based on a toy. I, I just... Based on I, the concept of... And toys. the fact... And I, and I actually <laughs> wanted to give this film the benefit of the doubt. Like I wanted to be like, okay... It's related to Toy Story, but it's technically its own thing. But the fucking intro wouldn't let me. So <laughs> even then, I still can't stop thinking about Toy Story, which weird fucking thought experiment. <laughs> which oh my god, I just I've it's been a while since I've been disappointed with a Pixar film. It's been a while, and I don't know why, because I did, truly didn't expect much. Maybe it's my inner Buzz Lightyear fan, because I was one of the people who liked Buzz more than Woody. Maybe it's the fact that I enjoyed the video games of Buzz Lightyear of Star Command. I it was my first Game Boy game actually. Um yeah. but and or maybe it's just the fact that like while all the other Pixar films feel like they have an identity of one way or another, this doesn't. It feels like it is a parasite leeching off of its most famous predecessor and struggling to survive in some form of creative like Purgatory. And 
I don't like it. I don't. No? But no. like I don't hate it, but I don't like it. And I said that. <laughs> I don't know. I just I'm bummed, man. I'm this this film bummed me out. And this I is like without saying what movie it was because it's not out yet <laughs> at the time. Uh, when we wrapped up our first decor episode, that reminded me a lot of how I felt. Yep. Uh, I can empathize. Yeah, and I don't know why. I didn't expect much. But it just bummed me out. And Toy Story ended a long time ago. Stop trying to bring it to life like a dis- dis- disoriented Frankenstein monster. That's the other frustrating thing. We we didn't get to talk about this, but like Toy Story 4 was three years. Toy Story 4 is younger than this podcast. Yep. <laughs> we we could be more nostalgic. And and about, honest to Sorry. Uh, so we could be more nostalgic about the early days of the podcast than we are about Toy Story 4. Toy Story 4 literally came out during Pixar's perspective. It did. It was like, our first first impression. Exactly. And like at least at least with that like Toy Story 3 came out like uh what was that 2010, right? Yeah. Like, at least there's like nine years. It's like okay, it's like a new generation. Fine. This is three years later. Who is this for? <laughs> I don't think even they know. And I think that the issue it doesn't have an identity of its own. And I don't think it ever will. And yeah. I think that's why it just bothers yeah. me more than anything else. Because even though it was technic even though it was something from toys, I expected something to feel something to have some sort of opinion on it that wasn't this was boring and a waste and just me staring and they provide the same entertainment as me staring at a desktop for an hour and 45 minutes and granted it wasn't that bad i'm just angry but um i just i'm just disappointed and i just i I hate that i'm gonna have to watch this again to really understand my feelings of it but right now my problem is it doesn't have an identity of its own, and it really shows, especially compared to all the Pixar films. You, you know what? Even, like, I hate Cars 2 and I hate Good Dinosaur. They have... Okay, Good Dinosaur doesn't really have more of an identity, no. And neither does Cars 2. But Cars 3 has more of an identity than this does. This is the first... This is the first one... Because we... This is our uh, fifth... Uh, a Pixar film that that we've done like a uh, first impressions for, I think. This might be the first one where I don't care about seeing it a second time. I know we will. I don't care. I'm I'm not in a hurry. I we gotta see not. turning red. We yeah, we that. gotta do we turning red. We still gotta see turning red. That's the other thing. We gotta do last I, night in Soho, and that's a whole different series. Yeah, <laughs> we do. We do. <laughs> don't remind but, me. But, that, but that's that's my thoughts. It. Was not good. Um, we had a nice two-minute run, but we finally did it. Uh, Pixar movies are mid again. The Earth is here. <laughs> we, we did. I really hope back. that's not true. I really hope. And I hope. I hope this is. I. I know. Uh, hold on. I hope this is the Bugs Life of the new Pixar Pixar uh, era. I, I but Bugs Life is like the. No, uh, Lightyear is like the fourth movie of this era. Like, no, I, I hope fifth. this My is... My bad. 
I hope this is like the rem the the remainder of the of the John Lasseter years. I'm just gonna say his fucking name. I hope this is the remainder of it because it very much feels like something that came out of the John Lasseter years, especially the late years where it was just the light years. The light. All right, years. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna be the one to say this. This isn't the case, but like if we're if we're doing this. Is this the red line of new era Pixar films? Hmm. No. Hmm. No. It doesn't even have. It doesn't have Bration. It doesn't have cool aliens. No. Fine. It's why I make the joke. I know it's the God. joke, but give Redline more credit than that. You're We're... telling me to give Redline more credit. <laughs> it's an insult to call it compared to Lightyear. I'm sorry. It is. You're. You're. You're telling me to give Redline more credit. This is what Lightyear has done to me. <laughs> oh boy. Actually, uh. if we're if we're skip, actually, if I could skip right to uh, rankings, I would consider uh, Lightyear to be the Monsters University, like probably on par with Monsters University. We actually watched that movie generation. very recently. We actually uh, did. It was. I, uh, I don't know. That's a, that's a barn burner of a question for me. I did not like Monsters University like at all. I I, 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 well, I did like it last the 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 latest time. I didn't like it so I how I thought about it was I decided to watch a whole different movie afterwards just to make me feel better. That, that that's all I have to say about Monsters University. Oh, we, we watched the uh we, we watched Mike's new car afterwards. Yeah. No, after this that I was watched good. Something, I like that. Yeah, like that, that was good. I watched something else completely different after that. But that's We'll talk about that in Cinemason Part 2. Um, anyway, that's my thoughts. I don't want to watch this again anytime soon. But I know Lightyear I, I, did I'm... not unleash the Panther. Not no. anything close. I'll watch it. Whatever. <laughs> again, it's like it's 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 like it's like uh like Claire stands. Like I'm not angry at this. I just don't have much further to say about it. I have much further of an emotion towards this. I'm just disappointed. That's how I am. I'm not angry. I'm not furious. I'm just disappointed. And I don't think it's going to enter my uh, rotation of idle movies anytime soon. You know, it's just stuff that you watch to watch things. <laughs> I guess, yeah. Just... just... And again, like the fact that it's just supposed to invoke the like classic sci-fi films, man. I know. You think that lowly of Ridley Scott, of John Cameron, of George Lucas? Uh, okay. Uh, well, well, we. This was a cheery episode, wasn't it? Man, <laughs> maybe we did need some therapy. <laughs> Uh, the, the general therapy. What happened today? Random. My therapist said, "My therapist, I saw a light here today. I understand. Please, what does this diagram remind you of? Me not wanting to watch light here. No, I thought you were gonna do like the treatment doctor. is simple. <laughs> Go see Buzz Lightyear, great astronaut. We'll cheer you up. I'm gonna <laughs> Wait, what? I, I have to finish the mission. God damn it, I can't believe you beat me to that. You beat me to the Pagliazzi. Fuck. Wait, what? I'm, what? No. You just like, 
You're doing Deep the Pagliassi joke. The uh the the doctor I'm I'm depressed. Oh, you go go see uh Pagliassi. He's uh he, he's a wonderful uh, clown that will cheer you up. But doctor, I am Pagliassi. <laughs> you know, I think the makeup should have tipped him up when he walked into the office, but <laughs> I'm not a psychiatrist. <laughs> yeah. Don't Buzz, <laughs> Buzz what what happened? I have to Zerg comes in with just apply that with like Buzz and Zerg. Uh, I'm sure you can get some joke. I don't care. Uh, I right, don't right now. I'll, I'll say this behind the scenes things. Right now, my cat is annoying me, so I've been spending like half of this conversation uh, waving a, a laser pointer around to to get her to stop trying to jump on my piece. Like the laser pointer that like Socks the... has built in in Lightyear the movie. Oh, oh just God. Like the, when and, the... And, the, and the wings that turned out to be the pilot ejector seat. Wow. Yep. wow. The magic oh. of cinema. To infinity and beyond. What the crap ever. I'm... <laughs> I'm, okay, I'm I guess done. we're gonna wrap up now. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm uh, sorry, guys. I'm usually more cheerful than this. I liked when Socks got his belly. Yeah, that was nice. That was very yeah, nice. I, Again, are we, you Socks, we barely my talked cat. about Socks. Yeah, we barely talked about Socks. Uh, Socks is literally the best thing about this movie. Yeah. Peter Stone, you redeemed yourself a little Hopefully bit. Hopefully, you actually redeemed yourself. Let's not say things we can't film, take back. Too. Well, well, when when the next film he directs comes out, that'll determine it for sure. But um, yeah. uh, his his hoping for Elemental, which is coming next year, actually, the very next <gasps> film wow. we'll be discussing. Oh my God, you're right. I'm more yeah. for that than Lightyear, honestly. Utopia. <laughs> <laughs> Try what everything. If, what if what if water had feelings? You know what? What if fire was racist? <laughs> <laughs> what if Lightyear was a movie? On the on the topic of racism, if you like what you listen to, then you can uh subscribe to our YouTube channel, YouTube slash WRK podcast, and uh uh I we we do denounce racism, obviously. Why you, did you uh, say that? <laughs> racism? It stinks. It does stink. Um uh, <laughs> The, uh, <laughs> you can uh, listen to us in audio form wrk.simplecast.com you can you can follow us on twitter <laughs> twitter.com slash wrkpodcast and we'll let you know when the next episode comes out which is uh, oh the next one is actually going to be a uh, another a, a one off episode which random is definitely working on Yep, so, I am. So uh, okay, can I vent really quick? Uh, when Watch said wrk.symbolcast.com, it reminded me. in the last. But yeah, um, I was doing the plug, and I said wrk.symbolcast.com, and you cut me off, and you were like, "No, you said symbolcast.wrk. That's wrong." Even though I didn't say that, so I'm just here. I'm just here. I'm just here to to make it known. Nice. I like it. Attacking uh, when they don't okay. edit. I like okay, that. Okay, fine. I will make it. I will make it here. An hour and forty-eight minutes into this <laughs> podcast to say I'm sorry for cutting you off. I, what has it done right. to us? It's my. It's like you weren't even right. <laughs> you were wrong, and you cut me off. I was. 
I was hurt. I didn't. I, I listened to it. I, I know why I heard it that way, but I realized I shouldn't have heard it that way. Yep. I'm glad you, I hope you two get that resolved. I'm glad we got some therapy out of this. Yes. I mean, on the one hand, nobody corrected me when I said two minute, but on the other hand, nobody corrected you when you said John Cameron, so I think we're even. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Damn it! With that, I, I am the wash! Oh, that made me laugh more than anything in Lightyear. Uh... Uh... Uh, okay. <laughs> and that was Count Rancid. Oh, Count Rancid, quickly uh, plug uh, yourself. Oh, fuck, man. I'm not even on Twitter anymore. <laughs> okay. Oh, wait, really? Yeah. Okay. You know what I am? I have become a movie based on the general idea of Count Rancid. <laughs> Wow, Holy I don't know. I don't God. know if that was set up or not, but bravo either way. If it was set up, bravo. If it wasn't, you're off of Twitter, so bravo. Yes. Count Rancid <laughs> night, is out an exclusive podcast thing. Good night. Good to night. infinity Good night. and beyond. <laughs>